Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi guys, Hi. this is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And uh, I'm just going to say it right off the bat, this is going to be a podcast about the sex issue of goop <sighs> and none of us are happy about it. I mean, I've been dreading it all week, truly. I've been dreading it all year. I didn't know that it was going to happen and I didn't know that they were going to write a book about sex. Oh my God. I mean, did, that came as sort of a surprise to me. Yeah, we, I mean, <laughs> pride ourselves by being pretty up on the comings and goings I of Goop. I thought we were. But this was like a, this was like a Beyonce album. Yeah, they just drop. like dropped it. Uh, I am not buying it. No. I mean, How we, much is it? It's $26. Oh, which that's is, actually a good deal for them. That's cheap. cheap. It's n- that's not, like basically free. Yeah. It's like not that much more than their just magazine. their magazine. Yeah. I wonder if they're doing this instead of an issue, a new issue they of the magazine. They got sick of doing the magazine and they're like, let's just do a book. Because like usually when the magazine comes out, we have to do a special issue or a special podcast about the magazine, but I'm not doing a, a special one about this they're stupid sex book. They're just trying to get us to personally to buy <laughs> yeah. more stuff from Ugh, them. Never. No. Well, I don't need to read a book with Esther Perel talking about how to like have an orgasm or something. I just God, I people can't. love this woman. People love her podcast. I could never listen to her podcast. I tried listening to it. Do you know what it is? It's just about people like having affairs and her being like, "Oh, it is okay. We're her, French." It's her like she's a sex therapist or like a couples therapist and she like records her sessions and that's the podcast and it's so uncomfortable and people are like oh I cried it was so moving I'm like my true business I hate it's so uncomfortable any personal like uh yeah any any podcast that is like actually about people's sort of intimate and personal life makes me super uncomfortable I mean I don't know I guess I just I don't know how you could have so many questions about it (laughs) Like, yeah, about like whatever your boyfriend, your husband, it's just like, isn't it just kind of, I I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I mean, we're both relative, well, not in new relationships, but we're not 50 years down the line. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know what? I guess it gets boring, but doesn't everything get boring? I mean, my grandma won't eat chicken anymore. She said she's <laughs> sick of it. She's 90. I'm like, right. okay. It's Good like you get her. sick of all. Yeah. yeah. She's like, do you know how many chicken I've eaten in my life? It's she's fine. Right. And then like, they're like, oh, these, you know, 75 year olds aren't having sex. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> fine. That's great. I, mean, I don't know. Is that, is it for 75 year olds? No, I think it's for, I don't know. I mean, for different people. Uh, and like, I don't know, whatever. It's, it's, it's gross. I don't like reading about it it's clickbait uh it is clickbait and the the pictures this year were all it was like this photo shoot where um 
They're like they're clawing at each other over their jeans. Yeah, it felt very like Friday Night Lights. Yeah, I appreciate the lack of like nudity and the lack of faces. And yeah, and the lack wasn't there like a lot of food stuff in last year's? Like it was like like a banana or something posing next to a pile of apples or something. So that I guess. Thank goodness for small miracles. But let's talk about something else before we have to fucking dive into this. Well, I mean, what? We had a big celebration last night. We did. Um, Brian and I have been planning to go to our favorite Mexican restaurant in Silver Lake, Casita del Campo. Um, when my four hour... Oh, no. Sorry. Yeah. My goal is the four hour, <laughs> four hour body. body. Well, I, that may be a little hint of oh, what's to come. Boy. Um, my whole 30 uh, was going to... was Would be over. Yeah. And we did it. We did it. Um, yeah. Uh, we there was a giant appetizer platter that this place <laughs> used to serve. It was the Took best deal the in menu. town. Yeah. I think they were like going to go bankrupt if they kept having it. Yeah, because it was twenty two dollars and it was literally like half the menu. It was a, a quesadilla, nachos, taquitos, and mini tacos. Oh, God, so enough good. food for several people. Several kings. Several kings. <laughs> uh, they mysteriously took it off the menu. We mm. politely asked if they could make it for us and... Got a hard no. Oh, boy. No, just, oh, we don't do that anymore. Never okay. heard a no so fast in No, that guy was ready to go. Yeah. He knew he knew what we were asking and he knew that we um, were not going to get it. But I can't hold a grudge with Casita del Campo. I love it. It's uh, so best good. Best chili reno in town. It's like kind of my favorite Mexican restaurant in LA, I think. I mean, for like, if, yeah, if, you're, putting, if you're putting convenience and price and and atmosphere and food all together yes. it like yeah there's nothing better and they've got great shows in the uh, basement oh yeah i still have never seen a show in the basement they They're do a lot it's a very good. lgbt friendly venue with yeah. a lot of drag queens i mean everyone that eats there is pretty much gay anyway except for aggie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly like like slightly chubby gay guys who are like sort of shamefully eating enchiladas yeah. but sort of proud of it too which is definitely my scene yeah that's like you're that's <laughs> yeah. where you belong yeah. yeah i told brian i felt like it was like the gay chilies it's like a gay family oh, restaurant definitely. it's like very comfortable when you're there your family yeah. <laughs> um but and i would not take back a thing from last night but then when i got on the scale at the old gym this morning okay you paid for it four pounds you gained four pounds. Gained last four time? pounds oh, from Jesus the day before. Christ. I mean, I think you know everything fluctuates. Yeah, but it's four, water weight. Four pounds is a lot. If that is a lot. <laughs> I it's probably water weight. Yeah, um, uh, I haven't eaten since. Oh, that was smart. Thanks. I had some oatmeal. No, that's good. Uh, but oh, I want to say something else about my gym. Um, I ran out of cold brew, and I usually have like a little bit of cold brew before I go to the gym Got to like, pep me up. But uh, I didn't have any made. And for some reason, there's like a coffee place right next to my gym, but it's not open in the mornings, which is so what? stupid. Yeah, when is it open? I think it opens like, because it's in a mall. So it op- I think it opens when at like 10 or 11. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the only um, like energy drinks that I, or the only thing that I could have with that would have caffeine in it is like the energy drinks at the gym. Oh, uh, no. And they don't have Red Bull. They don't have Monster. I think it might be like a Gold's Gym specific or like a Glendale specific brand of energy drink called Bang. Never heard of it. Um, I tried it this morning. I had a pina colada flavored Bang. Jesus. That was the four pounds right there. The But it's zero calories. It's still it has, with you. It, the fake I mean, sugar, I almost had a heart attack. The fake sugar oh, will yeah. make you bloat. Oh, I shouldn't have weighed myself after the Bang. No, you shouldn't. Um, Because I was doing my high intensity interval training on the treadmill drinking that bang and I, oh i literally thought i was gonna have a heart attack that brian 
just never repeat that to no, anyone else. No, Let's keep that here rough. and don't do that again. I won't. I, it was a free because I had enough Gold's Gym points to like get a free drink. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. And I needed some caffeine. But yeah, I I cannot recommend that. But isn't that. that taurine? It's it's caffeine. It's probably taurine. It's I think it had creatine in it. What's that? That's like the one that kills you? I think it's for like bodybuilders oh okay it's, oh yeah it's for is it's, that like what's in four loco <laughs> it probably no it tasted like four loco oh i think god. it was like what was in four loco oh my god um i mean i barely skate with my life and i'm glad to see you and now uh i guess i have to lose those four pounds you did already That's it was right. water yeah. weight um yeah, I have not weighed myself, but I did weigh myself actually. I don't own a scale. That's smart. Um, and I don't weigh myself, but I did at work get on a scale uh-uh. uh, the other day, and I was very disappointed to see that I have not lost a single pound since <laughs> starting whole the 30? whole 30. And also, it's been over for like two weeks. And What's I about inches? It's about inches. And it's and about I, how you feel. And I feel okay, and I did lose inches. Yeah, you look great. Thank you. I haven't lost a pound. But I. Well, did you you did you weigh yourself pre Casita del Campo or post Casita del Campo? Pre. pre. I was like, hmm. we Casita del Campo wasn't even on the radar okay. when I weighed myself. It was just like earlier this week. Wow. So that that happened. I There's can't that believe struggle. you didn't lose even one pound for a whole thing. I don't think so. so I don't know. I because I didn't. I mean, unless I weighed way more than I thought <laughs> before, which is also possible. Yeah, but you eat, I feel like you eat pretty healthy anyway. I eat pretty healthy. Yeah, so I don't know that, I mean, Whole30 is strict, but maybe your body was already used to like eating super healthy. No. No. My body was used to eating crap. That's why I did Whole30. Wow. <sighs> uh, anything else to talk about before we, I like want to procrastinate so much by I talking know. about this stupid sex issue. Oh my God. I, I mean, did you listen to the podcast? Yeah, but that's, it was with. Esther Perel. Yeah. I listened to it as I was having a heart attack on the uh, on the treadmill yeah. with my bang. Yeah, I listened to it while I was on a walk with BB and I just kept hoping it would be over. I kept it was thinking so like, it'll long. be over now, but I, it wasn't. It was shorter than any episode. It was only 38 minutes, but it, it was it felt so 90. An- I thought it was an hour and a half. And I listened to it on like 1.8 speed. I was gonna <laughs> even fast forward it more because it was I was just trying to get it over with. Oh and they kept God. like I thought it would be over, and then it would be like after our ad break, you know, more, more. with Esther Perel. It was just more, more, more. <laughs> and then the stupid Gwyneth ask me anything. Like either do oh, it or don't list. do it. It was so, oh, well, we'll talk about it later yeah. then. It was, God, it's funny. But there were, uh, is the podcast on your list at all? No, I don't even want to talk about it. Okay. Well, I just, I'll just say yeah. one thing, which is that I do feel, feel like as, as much as I don't like the, this stuff about like women and orgasms and shit. I do feel, which that sounded like I'm like a self-hating woman. That's not how I meant it. I just, I find the conversation about like how women should have orgasms to be uh, tired. I feel mm. like it's the same stuff over and over again. But um, I do feel like she made some good points about um, like one point that she made that I thought was good was like sometimes when like you're busy and like a guy then is like trying to have sex with you, you're like, you get pissed because you're like, how dare you like come? Yeah, come, I'm like in the middle of something. I'm in the middle of doing something. And it's like, don't you see that I'm like busy? But she was like, well, and when you're like that, you're seeing it as like another task that you have to do. But the guy is seeing it as like an invitation. Giving you a gift. Giving you a gift, which is, I'm not 100% sure I, I, 
I'm there yet, but I think that's a good way to think about it. And like, you shouldn't be, too. you shouldn't be offended that somebody wants to have sex with you right. or if it, I mean, if it's like, you know, if it's, you're in a relationship, you're in a relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Never, uh, no, but I, yeah. Um, I agree. And I don't want to agree with Esther Perel, but she's popular for a reason. Except I do think that French accent is fake. Is, no, I don't think it's fake. I think it's just like helping her gain popularity. Like oh, if, yeah. If like people just think French women are like sexy and like, sophisticated. Like know everything about sex. Yeah. And I think if she had a different accent, like, I don't know, like a Long Island accent or oh, God. a Chinese accent, it would be a different vibe. It would be a different story altogether. Yeah. You're but, probably right. But people like want to hear the French accent talk about how like you need to like, I don't even know what the hell she's talking about. Just like she just is like, everybody should have sex. And like, if someone cheats on you, it's fine. I think yeah. Like I mean. if someone cheats on you, just get over it. You, or break up. Or break up. But like, just chill. But like, that's like a good, good advice. It's yeah. Like, get over it or don't. But yeah. either way, it happens. So move on. Um, Yeah. I also liked how she was like, eh, you don't have, like, every, it doesn't have to be like a whole production every time. Yeah. Like, if you, you know, just make out and don't have sex or, you know, have sex, but just take five minutes and have sex and don't. Yeah. It's like, it's fine just to do whatever. Just, yeah. And just I did, chill, yeah. I did like that she was like, you know, you, because that's the other thing where it's like, sometimes you don't want to even like engage with anything because you're like, oh, the second I do this, I'm going to have to be naked. I'm going to yeah, do yeah, this yeah. whole fucking thing. But it's like, you can just like kiss somebody and not have sex with them. And right. it's like, oh yeah, like you can just stop. Yeah, yeah. And like, because and I just think, be like, affectionate and not have, to, yeah. Yeah, but I think it's interesting. It's like women are socialized in this way. Like if somebody, if a man you're in a relationship with, like does one thing to indicate like, I want to have sex with you now, you're like, I will do this now. And you just like have sex with them. Yeah. And even if you're like, ah, oh, fuck, I don't really feel like doing this, but whatever, I'll just do it. You can just stop and then have sex like later another yeah. time. And it's like probably like, better for your whole relationship. And like the, all the sex you're going to have, it, like is better if you just only have sex when you want to. Yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> I guess Esther knows what she's talking about. Yeah. What kind of accent did Do- Dr. Ruth had like a Hungarian? She act? had another accent. It was like was a sophisticated European accent. But she was more wacky. Yeah, she had a sense of humor. She had a sense of humor. I think it was the time period, too, of like, she sort of needed to make sex humorous because it was so sort of taboo taboo back then. Well, and Goop had, they were advertising like dildos with a sense of humor or something or like a sex, a sex brand that, and I, I don't need that. I'm fine. I don't need like, I don't know exactly what they mean because I didn't really look at it that closely but I just saw like I don't need anything with like a face on it or I don't know I mean I don't know one of them was called the like the tennis coach what is that it it just like the end of it looked more like a ball than a dick uh oh were those those vibrators that were like all like one color and they were like yeah I thought those looked cute they were cute they were like it was in the beginners section um I guess that's where I am. Yeah, hey, okay, why not? I don't know. I thought they looked like inoffensive because everything else was like a whip, a leather whip. Yeah, because you want. And it's I, like, of course it was. It's like, you know, what's on. you don't even need to open it. You know what's on there at this point. It's going to be a thousand dollar leather thing. That's like nobody's going to buy or like gold handcuffs or whatever the hell. It's like, right. you know, what's in the goop sex thing. Yeah, we've gone through enough goop sex issues to uh, not be surprised by anything. And just not be even interested. Like they need. I, I sort of feel like they need something, f- a fresh take on it, but it's kind of what we've been saying all along. There's not that much to say, right? I mean, yeah, you, I mean, uh, 
you know, find someone that you're sexually compatible with and be as kinky or as vanilla as you want and um, try to, I guess, learn new things. And that's about it. I right? feel like the only interesting thing you can say with like about sex is just like drama, like drama people have with each other yeah, or yeah, like, yeah. oh, like like an advice column or like complaints or something like about, but it's, it's always about like people and like shit that went down. It's not about like, Oh, but like, here's like a weird technical thing about like how I like to have sex. That's not interesting. I would be interested if it was like weird, like religious subcultures from around the world and how they have sex. Like Amish people or like... Oh, yeah. I'm not... I have no idea how Amish people have sex. uh, Hasidic Jews. They have the sheet. Yeah, the sheet Mormons. It would... That would be like if Goop did a like repressed religious minority sex issue. Yeah, I would love that. And then I've also heard that like super like evangelical Christians because they're like virgins until they get married that like the evangelical like bridal showers are like super sexy and like everybody like these brides get like all this lingerie and all this shit because they're like, okay, you're starting your life as a sexual being now. And like, you have to be this like sex kitten for your new husband. And like, they just like, that's what the whole thing is about. I've heard that. So I would love to hear about that. That's really weird. Yeah. Like Bible belt, uh, bridal showers. Oh yeah. Because I mean, everybody knows like people from the South are like the weirdest sex people in the world. We should pitch it. Yeah, we should. Sorry Goop, if I if that was rude to anybody. <laughs> um, well, all right. Let's, anyway, let's, let's get, get started. In. So that now you know what's to come. Yep. Right. Uh, you yeah. Stop listening now if you don't want to hear about sex because that is all there is. This I know. Week. Fuck. I hope our moms aren't listening to this one. Oh God. I mean, we'll just maybe put like a triple X. No moms allowed. No moms allowed. On this one. Yeah. I, at this point, who cares? Who cares? Um, what was your best? <laughs> uh, the. But from Monday, there was a Gwyneth's, Gwyneth's, <laughs> Gwyneth's, like, how goop are you kit? And oh, yeah. it was like a kit of Gwyneth's essentials. And it had a dry brush, um, all of her face oils. It had like her bubble bath that she sells now because she's like, baths are non-negotiable for me, um, which I. Which she's is, like, got that from Oprah. Oh, well, Oprah, yeah, agrees yeah, yeah. with her. Oh, yeah, she. I think she I was just she, saying yeah. exactly what yeah. Oprah said. Because Oprah has her whole bath. Oh, and she, I was going to say whole bathroom, but everyone has a bathroom. But she has a bath, like, ritual. Yeah, yeah. And so does Gwyneth. Um, and there were a bunch of other things that she, like... There was, like, a starter pack of... But it was ex- very expensive. It was, it was a, yeah, three fifty. dollars It had a lot of stuff in it. Yeah, but it was, like, a $380 value. Three. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, Classic you got it bundled. Classic $350, $380, yeah. Yeah, but Same. there was, like, a lot of good stuff in it, and I, I just appreciated it, and I was like, I would love to just buy this pack. Oh, and then there were, like, tiny packs of all the brain dust, so you could pick oh, to put yeah. different ones in your smoothie. Um, I was into it. I would, I thought it was a good comprehensive list of like some of the best things that Goop has to offer. If you have a friend who isn't super into Goop yet and you want to get them into Goop and you have $350 to spend, this would be a good thing. That would be a good way to do it. Or even if you're like, I want everything at Goop and I don't know what to get, but I'm, I have $300 to spend on a bunch of shit from Goop. (laughs) Sure. I would, I would do that. Yeah. Uh, so that was my best. My best was, oh God, it's fine. It was called, is sex addiction real? Oh, I have terrible news. I forgot to read anything in this newsletter. <laughs> <laughs> I realize now I just looked at the lists and I read the Monday 
And I didn't read anything. Oh, and I didn't even really It's probably think. for the best. Like, <laughs> okay, tell me what's in this article. So, okay, mo- most of most of the articles in the sex issue were like, you know, how to have better sex, how to, you know, if you're dating, how to have better sex. If you're in a long-term relationship, how to have better sex. And it's like, uh-huh. I get it, or whatever. This one was actually about a cool... Um, possibly like possible addiction slash disease which also might be just bullshit for like an excuse for men to cheat which i always like like is sex addiction real is it not what is it actually i think it's real i think so too probably for in some cases but this guy so this guy is a or is two guys uh certified sex therapists douglas braun harvey and michael Vigorito. Okay, and those are new guys. I haven't heard them. Before. Yeah, I don't think I, they, but they um, wrote a book called "Treating Out of Control Sexual Behavior: Colon Rethinking Sex Addiction," and mm-hmm. they don't think that addiction is precisely the right term to call right. it. Okay. So they have a new acronym, and you know how much I love acronyms, <laughs> called OCSB: Out of Control Sex Behavior. OCSB. <laughs> yeah, Out of Control Sexual Behavior. Which Wait, is, it's not- Oak. I don't think you're. I think you just yeah, say you the obviously letters. are because yeah, yeah. no. that's not a word. Wait, um, they should have. Wait, O C S B. Yep. Okay, I was just trying to see if there there was any way to turn that into something. With I don't think okay. so. Unless, yeah, no. Um. So they they definitely say that like sex addiction slash O C S B. <laughs> you it, it this is only talking about consensual sex. Yeah. Like people who have you know who have compulsive consensual sex when there's, when it's predatory or non-consensual, they're like, call the police. This is not our. Sure. Sure. Um, And it's like, sorry, this is your thing. But it's like, I think that like, just because sexual addiction may be real or love addiction can be real. Doesn't mean that it's like an excuse for any type of behavior any more than like alcoholism is real, but it doesn't excuse like any horrible thing you do when you're drunk. Exactly. And they, they actually say too that the clients that they use, that they, uh, um, are with, they screen for other factors as well. So they want to make sure that the person isn't abusing drugs or alcohol in a way that affects their sexual behavior. Mm -hmm. They are not living amid extreme violence. They do not have an untreated mental health issue. Uh, or a medication side effect. Um, so it's like they, I mean, I feel like that gets rid of a lot of possible candidates. Like it's a yeah. very, if you have like no addiction problems, like no other sort of issues, but you're just like compulsively fucking, I feel like uh-huh. that's a very small pool. Yeah, I um, think so too. And also, I mean, th- they don't say this specifically, but I feel like just the word addiction, it, it, it encompasses so many different things. Yeah. That like, I mean, Something like heroin or even like tobacco. Those are like very physically addictive. Like your body actually gets sick if you're taking it regularly and then you stop taking it. Right. Whereas, I don't know, like with sex addiction or, you know, gambling or even, you know, like other drugs that are not super physically addictive, like cocaine or something. Or like even pot. People are definitely like emotionally addicted Yeah, it's like a compulsive behavior, but it's not really the same thing as physical addiction. Yeah. And I feel like people should separate those two things more. We just have like a really limited understanding of that stuff and like really limited vocabulary to talk yeah. about it with. So like there are a lot of compulsive behaviors that we just sort of like lump into addiction. I think because like 12 step programs are effective for a lot of people because they address a lot of like underlying problems without being without really getting to the heart of a lot of it. So it like can help a lot of people, but there people, we don't know other ways to address it. I feel like people kind of like stopped. People were like, Oh, 12 step works. Yeah. Stopped with 12 step. And like nothing has ever really like 
gone beyond that when it, it turned in terms of like a lot of compulsive behavior it's and true and i guess it were i mean it, there's you know multiple people in my family that it works for yeah uh, i it's just the i guess the spiritual and the religious component of all of all of it 12 step stuff sort of freaks me out a little bit yeah um and this these guys are not i don't think these guys like really uh subscribe to 12 step they're more of um so, uh, like relearning behavior and stuff. Uh-huh. They also only treat men um, because they feel, I don't know if this is true, but they, uh, they say like the mental health field doesn't have a good track record when it comes to sorting out distinctions between sexual problems uh, of men and women. And so they feel like they're not uh, qualified to treat women. So I don't know if that's sort of like a weird excuse or if it makes sense that like the, the sexual compulsion in men and sexual compulsion in women are, different i don't know i find it kind of refreshing that like two male doctors would be like i don't know we don't understand it we don't feel yeah, qualified because yeah. like so many are like so often it's like oh this is something that happens to men therefore this is something that happens to all human beings yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's frustrating and i think they don't really say specifically but i think one of them is gay and one of them is straight so they cover all those bases because one of them like won some lgbt sex therapist award hmm. um so i don't know uh, it sounded interesting. Like, I like that they are sort of realistic about sex addiction, but also um, think it's more complicated than just, like, you are an addict and you, like, you need this, you know, uh, I don't know. No, I think that's good. And I feel like all types of addiction needs to be treated in that way. Like, it's ridiculous that all we have is, like, AA or yeah. CA or NA or whatever. It's, like... There should be more. There should be more tools for addiction than just twelve-step programs. Yeah, because so 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 much of it is uh, is not. I mean, I guess twelve-step does address sort of like uh, making habits and breaking habits and and sort of uh, like the the behavior of of routine. Because I feel like when I've found myself and I've never like gone through a twelve-step program and I've never been. I don't think I've been like a full-fledged addict of anything, but I've definitely mm-hmm. found myself like repeating with substances, like taking it more than I should, or uh, um, yeah, just like fi- finding myself in these these routines and these habits. And it's like it's a matter of sort of breaking them and like filling your time with other stuff. But I, I don't know. Like it's different for different people. Yeah, the idea of twelve-step is like a little bit broader than that. Like the idea is it's not about changing your habits. It's about like addressing the underlying void. Mm. That's where like the spirituality comes mm. in because it's like you're instead of it's trying to trying to fill whatever hole you're filling with whatever your mm. compulsion is with like self-awareness or getting outside of yourself or something like that. Like that's the that's I think the main underlying thing yeah yeah it's interesting and I I think so many people have whether it is an addiction or like some sort of compulsive behavior that they want to stop uh I feel like most people have something everybody has something and everybody like should have something that they do that they like I (laughs) mean that's that's like a little bit bad I mean if you just are totally on the straight and narrow you're well everybody who seems like they're on the straight and narrow is like secretly a sociopath oh yeah so I don't know um what was your worst my worst was oh just the new sex book just the fact i mean i guess i forgot that it was going to be on my list because we talked you about read it none of the articles because i read none of the articles i really just like was looking at the pictures and being like i have so many opinions and it didn't even occur to me to read anything i thought that i had read the entire newsletter so and then funny. when you started talking about this i realized i've read none of you it you just like blocked it out in your mind something happened yeah. to me 
I don't know what. I'm I'm so sorry. No, your, your your body and your mind protected yourself from it. Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> that's happened. Because really I it, I felt like I read it really thoroughly. I even started last night. I was like, wow, I know this one front and back. No, but you I don't were just know. Looking at the pictures, I was just looking at the pictures, being like, "This is disgusting," and that was it. Wow, that's and amazing. I just like I flipped through the you know the shopping guide. God, you have some great coping mechanisms. Then. I, it's called denial. Denial, yeah. Um, but yeah, but no, I was very offended that they published a book that it's about sex. I hate the whole idea of it. I do like that it's only twenty six dollars. But I don't want it to be in the place of a magazine, and I hate Goop's take on sex more than their takes on anything else. Yep. I, I true, like their opinions about sex are just so boring. Yeah. Reading about, I just think reading about sex, unless it's like a novel and it's a really good, like sexy sex scene. Yeah. That's, I do like <laughs> reading about sex if it's like a sexy sex scene. In a okay. Book. But like reading about sex is just boring. Create another cookbook. I love it's all good. Can I love it's all cookbook? easy. I want, Jesus. I want a, it's all hard. I want like oh. goop weekends where you're starting Friday night and you're brining shit and you're going to weird markets to buy everything. I yeah. want, I want like a, the advanced goop recipe book. Sure. Or, is there already a clean beauty book? I think there, there is. is yeah. yeah. Another that clean be, yeah. beauty book. Uh, um, goop on a budge. Goop on a, that They're would be incredible. Gonna do that, but they won't do it. We should do that. But, God. Um, um, but Just, there's, yeah, we like the recipes. We like the beauty. Fuck. I would even want to read something that was like goop spirituality or like their fucking doctor shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're like their craziest beliefs, but just not the <laughs> sex. You so crazy. I know. Goop doctors so crazy. tell all anything yeah. besides sex. And I really don't need a travel, uh, like a, a travel book. The G spotting is fine, but I, I like G spotting. I would like a travel book if it was like a coffee table book where mm. you just like flip through. And it's look all at... Gwyneth in different locations. Yeah, I would yeah. like that actually a lot. Um, oh, you know what would be cool? A travel book where it's Gwyneth in different locations, and then it's like everything that she packed. So it'd be like all of her beauty stuff she packed with her, and then it would be like I guess basically just like the goop. Oh, that's guide. But wouldn't? But it would be like all her. Yeah, I'd want. Like a children's book, like an alphabet book, but all the people that work at Goop. So like J is for Jean, M is for Megan. And then it's like, they're like cartoons. And then you like teach kids how to read by... How to read Goop. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then like you immediately send them for like their first Botox treatment at four years old. Yeah. Oh, we have so many good ideas. Guys, hire us. We've been saying it for years. (laughs) Okay. What was your Um, worst? My worst was the article entitled Cultivating Good Sex in Long-Term Relationships. Okay. And I'm I'm not against cultivating good sex in long-term relationships. This was just rough. This was uh, a doctor named Steven Snyder um, who wrote a book called Love Worth Making. How to have have ridiculously great sex in a long-lasting relationship. Um, So he, his thing is that he doesn't think sex really has to do with like the body or the genitals as much as it has to do with the mind and um, emotions. And he equates a lot of good sex with uh, being mindful and present. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> you're looking at me like you're about to throw up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that I, I don't need to go into it more than that, but that's the gist of what he thinks. So um, he says the emotion that goes, oh, the kind of sex I'm recommending involves the heart as well as the mind and body. The emotion that goes with it is not really desire or lust, but rather gratitude or perhaps awe. <laughs> it's a more personal feeling, and most of us feel it somewhere in our chest, 
A more, what? Yeah, a more accurate term for what I'm talking about might be sex of the self. I so don't like I really that don't. I don't want to. I don't want to even go on because it's so gross. Sex of the self. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like a terrifying, um, like George R. R. Martin term for <laughs> masturbating. Yeah. Like uh, the hound performed sex, sex of the of self. The self. <laughs> um, and he's saying people talk too much about technique and just like this position, that position. You know, softer, faster, harder, whatever. He says technique tends to be about giving. But your sexual self has no idea what the word giving even means. Think of a mother enjoying her baby's feet. Huh? How dare he? It's purely selfish. But with any luck, that child will grow up with a deep unconscious feeling that the universe takes pleasure in his or her existence. Good sex should have that same organically selfish quality. Ooh, when I am having good sex, I am thinking about my mom tickling (laughs) them feet. Uh, all right, I'm gonna stop because it is so gross and so horrible, and this guy should be executed. I hate this. Oh god. Um, okay, let's yeah. move on. There's more examples, but like, just g- click on it if you want to, because I will. We'll both like vomit if I have to read any more. I can't handle it. Um, what was your craziest or saddest? Okay. My craziest and my saddest was. The four-hour body being on their sex guide. So they had a list of shit to buy for having sex. It was apparently the only thing that I read on the in the entire <laughs> newsletter, even though I walked away feeling like I had read the entire thing. Um, and, you know, you have the normal stuff. You've got your dildos. You have some hideous and creepy, like, leather nipple tassels that you should wear around. You've got all kinds of stuff. And then at the bottom of the list... Timothy Ferris's The 4-Hour Body, which is a diet that Brian and I became sort of... That was like the first thing we did together as friends. It is. Yeah, it is. I mean, the most effective diet I've ever been and on. And for me, the least. It was horrible. A horrible experience for me. You just eat a shit ton of beans and meat and green vegetables six days a week. And then one day you go fucking crazy. You binge like an asshole. But and it, it is, was challenging. And it is really not a sexy diet. I mean, the it's amount one of, of the beans, least, it beans and, and the green vegetables. And you and wake the, up. Yeah. You have to have like 40 grams of protein yeah. the second you wake yeah. up. And then you have to like go like lift weights, like lift, do kettlebells. You're either extremely hungry or extremely full and always like extremely gassy. Yeah. This diet. Because then you binge and that's also terrible. And when you binge, you're supposed to like take a laxative. I yeah. mean, like it is very gross. I mean, I would not recommend having sex at all on this diet or you will just embarrass yourself or your partner. Yeah. I mean, like you don't want to have sex. No one wants to have sex with you. I, I mean, I just it was just really bad for me. So because but the reason it was on the list was that I forgot this whole section about women that he wrote where I had totally forgotten he has that part about how women can have 15 minute orgasms. Oh, I skipped the shit out of that chapter which when actually, I read the book. Which actually I think I did too, yeah. but I just forgot that like that was that was like a big thing on the um like all the online stuff about it was like that how like this is a diet that's good for men and women. And sort of the proof that it's also good for women is that he had a thing about women having 15 minute orgasms. And I think that the way he does that it works is just like women who have sex with Timothy Ferris are like lying to him and being like, Oh, I'm having an orgasm for 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Your, your, your trick really worked. Yeah, and you're I, like fueled by beans and you're, yeah, it's like, more, yeah. I don't know what the hell happens. I don't remember it, but yeah. What did he possibly say that was it like tips for men like how to give a girl a 15 minute orgasm or tips for women of like how to have it yourself. I think it was for women. 
I now I want to go back and reread it. But I think it has more to do with like you have to like exercise. I think it's about like what you're like, just like if you do his diet and like yeah, you're just do gonna... kettlebells, it's going to happen. And oh, right. He's so obsessed with kettlebells. He loves the man loves kettlebells. God, I have a kettlebell sitting in my apartment. Oh, not me. I hate those things. Yeah. Um, anyway. Tim, and he's like another one. He's, I mean, everyone who listens to this podcast at least probably knows who he is. Cause he has like a very popular podcast, which yeah. I do not listen to. No, me neither. But, um, he's one of those guys too. That's like, I see a picture of him and he's like sort of cute, but then this looks scary to me. I'm yeah, afraid of him. Like I just know his whole deal. And like, he loves to like do like blood testing. Like he's he, constantly getting blood tests and he's getting weird. Like I think he had like a voluntary biopsy of his muscle or something, yeah. which is insane. And like, he's one of like, to me, any man who meditates, I'm afraid of because <laughs> I feel like they're, they have like so much inner rage mm. and he's like a big meditation guy. Oh, he definitely has a lot of rage because he like comes from the tech world and then he sort of started his own thing. Well, he started first. He did the four hour work week, right. which was like his big I should bestseller. read that one. No, you shouldn't. I would love to. It's well, it's like only if you're like a tech guy, oh. basically. And like one of the things that you're supposed to do is like hire like an assistant oh. who will work for like $15 a day from Perfect. like, I don't know, or some like a really cheap assistant online. That's one of his tips. <laughs> so I don't know. And then it's like answer all your emails in the morning, but it's like nobody's emailing us. Yeah, <laughs> I can answer my emails in yeah. five minutes in the morning. Oh, yeah. Is I, it one? Fact, I've already done is it. Is it zero? Maybe it's two on a busy day. I know. That's like our best day. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Um, so my I didn't have a craziest because the whole thing was crazy, but I had a saddest, mm-hmm. which was the um, an article called Courtship Anarchy. And it was more it was more of the dating advice article, but specifically about dating apps oh. and how to um, like be a sane person while doing online dating. And so this was a... Doctor, unclear, a person named Shira Myro, who is a, oh, she's an LA-based psychotherapist. So I guess she's not an MD. But that's honestly a smart, like, I think LA obviously has a lot of psychotherapists. And yeah. this is, speci- she specifically works with dating apps. So this just, like, was one of these articles that was trying to explain the young people to, like, the old moms that read Goop. So they okay. had these whole definitions of, like, what is ghosting? And they're like ending all communication abruptly and disappearing. Icing, which is communicating with less frequency and our truncated responses, which creates distance, longing, and anxiety. And then simmering, which I'd never heard of before. And that is communicating sporadically. Like if you're pursuing someone else, but want to keep your options open. Um, So she's basically just saying like how to not go crazy if you're doing all this online dating and like whether it's appropriate to ghost or simmer or ice. Um, and the moral is it's really not appropriate doing any of those things unless like the guy is like a super asshole and you're creeped out by him, then you can ghost. Um, Hmm. and then she just talks about, uh, she, I guess her clients come in and like dissect their like text chains with the people that they're dating and they like go through them and like figure out what's going on. Okay. Oh my God. Um, I feel like that should be my job. I'm like really good at that. Yeah. Uh, so it's like some of my clients conduct the bulk of their early relationships over text. Once they have met someone in person, they have the opportunity to reconcile their online communication, their online persona and the projections that have been brewing in the subtext of their tweets with a real life person. So she like helps you go through all that. So honestly, she's really created a great racket for herself because most of these things are like friends do for free. Sure. And she's just like, well, 
if you don't have friends, I'll charge you $150 an hour. But the thing is, like, you're always kind of embarrassed to do it with your mm. friends. But this one is, like, you can just lay it all out yeah, on the yeah. table. And she'll and you'll feel a lot better if, like, a therapist is telling you yeah, this yeah, stuff yeah. than a friend. Um, and then, just like the uh, long-term sex guy, she says, practicing mindfulness can increase self-awareness and help us act more consciously, even in dating situations where anxiety is really high. If you don't want to text, pick up that phone. If the person you're interested in doesn't want to talk... To get to know you in real time, that's valuable information to have. True. Yeah. That's true. So she's doing God's work. You know why I'm so glad that I don't have to date right now is and don't have to do the text, the dating apps is Raya. Do you know about that? Oh, is that like the fancy one? Yeah. And it's like you have to be like hot and rich and stuff. And you have to like submit pictures of yourself to get on it. And like you have to fill out an application. And I know people who like are on it and have like met people on it and stuff. And I would just, I don't think I would feel bad that I wasn't, I think that like knowing people who were doing it and knowing I would never get on it <laughs> make me, would make me feel so bad about myself. I just would, it would, it would make me feel even worse about myself than I already do. Yeah. It's weird. Like so many straight dating apps is based on like socioeconomic things and huh. gay dating apps are literally just based on like body type. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like it doesn't matter. Rich, poor, you're either on grinder or scruff or who knows. There's Whatever other else. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter how much money you have. Cause if you're hot, you can always get a sugar daddy. Yeah. If you're hot, you'll find a way to get money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh boy. Um, I think it's both. It's good though. We're both in long-term relationships. We need to. We'd be I, very I, bad can't, I can't, I can't be out there. Um, okay. Uh, all right. What would you try? I would try. Oh, at the end of the podcast, Gwyneth said her she doesn't eat fast food, but she likes fast casual places like the new Jose Andre beefsteak. Oh, that did look good. Which sounded good. And I looked it up. It's only in like Washington, D.C. It's we don't have any in L.A. But I thought I would try it. I texted my brother who lives in Washington, D.C. And I mm. asked him, have you been to beefsteak? And he said that he's only been twice and he didn't really like it. Was it it's like sandwiches or what is it? It's like um, a vegetarian Chipotle, but it's or it's oh. like it's more it's like a sweet green. Oh, okay, like so salads and bowls and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but it's like vegetable like centered. Okay, but it's not vegetarian. But it's like that sounds good. Yeah, it sounds it looks good, but according to Henry, it's not. Huh. And I I like sweet green, except I'm just like a fatty, and the portions are too small. I'm always hungry sweet after. Green? Yeah, I'll get a salad or whatever, and it'll taste really good, but I'll still be hungry and the jack-in-the-box is like right next to the sweet cream i know so why not yeah so you need to pat it out a little bit um i wish that i could just have a salad from sweet green and be like satisfied with that because it is very tasty even what if you put um like a lot of protein on it yeah i guess i could and a lot of fat double chicken i don't know yeah then it would cost like five hundred dollars but also you should probably ask for like more avocado or something yeah it's probably the fat yeah and like an extra hard-boiled egg yeah but then by the time you do all that then you might as well just like go to del taco anyway well it's healthier yeah, it's, healthy it's healthier protein. well i don't fucking know just the thing is i did um a whole 30 so now i'm oh, an expert wait, what did you do Aggie? a whole 30 oh. so now i know everything yeah um yeah um what is your fa- I, I much prefer fast food to fast casual i hate um, chipotle yeah um there's i guess certain ones i like that what's the like um veggie grill i like that one. Oh, veggie grill is really that's good, good. Yeah. um and sweet green is good. I don't like tender greens. 
I don't really like tender greens, but I did go there one time when I was doing whole or yeah, whole 30 and it was kind of nice because you could like eat at a restaurant and not really have to worry about it. And they had kombucha on tap, which is nice. I guess my favorite fast casual stuff are like poke places or like sushi burritos. Yeah, I do. I love poke. I love fast, like cheap sushi places. Yeah. But, um, I mean, and my favorite fast food places are like Mexican fast food, Del Taco, Taco Bell, Jack in the Box, tacos. Those are my three favorites. Those, yeah, Jack in the Box is really good. I much prefer, yeah, like a Mexican food fast food to a, a burger fast uh, burger fast casual. Shake Shack is good. Shake Shack is yeah. really good. Um, yeah, all those Five Guys is good. Five stuff Guys, like yeah, that. yeah. In and Out. I guess that's more fast food than fast. In and Out's kind of on the In and Out's great. Whatever it is. Um, but I'm. We should like, have a whole separate fast food podcast. I guess yeah, there's already people that do that. Probably. Much more so, like Doughboys. Is that what they their have, show's they about? They literally have millions of listeners. And they just talk about fast food. Yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, I would try, and I don't know if I would actually try this, but it sounded interesting. Um, a retreat in Ojai called Embodied Ecstasy, Erotic Mystery, a five-day immersion. <laughs> <laughs> and it costs $2,397. It is June 6th through 10th, 2018, which is... It conflicts with the Ingoop Health, so How, wow, that's bold. Yeah, I they know. don't. I guess they're just like so confident. Yeah, um, and I guess you go with a partner, and there are like seminars about like tantric sex and weird shit. Oh and god! Then I guess you're supposed to like go back to your room and fuck. But I just want to go to Ojai and like drink wine. Can't? Can we just fucking drink wine? Does it have to be about <laughs> sex all the time? Um, I would hate to do that. I know. I don't, I wouldn't really try it. It just, not, it was funny. It was like, who are the people that are doing this? Like, it it's just so old married rich. couples. Yeah, just like rich old married couples. It's just, yeah. Who, where like the wives are forcing men, to, their husbands to go. I feel like yeah. it's like, I feel like it's like a women thing. Oh, for sure. And yeah. the husbands like only, are, they think maybe they can like f- fuck like a hot younger woman and then they get there and they're like, oh no, everyone is just as disgusting as I am. Oh, yeah. And they think, like, if they go, they're going to, like, finally get their threesome, which yeah, they won't. Yeah, no. Yeah. And they're not going to even want threesomes with anyone that's there. Maybe the teachers are probably hot. Or they're probably, probably just... Probably not. No, probably not. They should have pictures of the sex teachers. This whole thing is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> it's gross. I'm um, not into this. What would you buy? I would buy... Oh, they ha- They kept on trying to get you to buy this, like, $400 bright yellow, like, bra. Oh, yeah. And I think it comes with underwear. And they were like, this is really cute if you wear it over, like, a sheer t-shirt. And I've got to be honest, I love that. I love, like, a really bright bra under, like, a see-through white t-shirt. It's I think cute. it looks really cute. It's kind of trashy. It's kind of like Britney Spears in 2007. It's... That shit's coming back. Because we've and already we had our 90s, our 90s revival, and now we're going to have a like Britney gas station look yeah, revival. Yeah, but I think, I mean, it feels like you're hanging out at a gas station, and you're like going to go into a Circle K and get some nachos, which is a good look, I yeah. think. I'm into it. I agree with it. You don't need a $400 bra for it. You could probably get one at Target that would be bright, and you could wear under sheer tar- a sheer top. But You get everything at Target. I You could do. even get your uh, gas station snacks at Target. Yeah, you could just wear that outfit to Target. <laughs> yeah, then you don't have to get gas. No, you could walk to Target, <laughs> Target. no gas required, and just b- and get whatever you want. I would just do like a bra, sheer t-shirt, and then just like a tub of Red Vines. Yum. Um, and like some popcorn. And like Maybe I just want to go to a, and flip-flops. I just want to go to a movie theater. I think I want to go on a road trip. That's Oh, that sounds really fun. Yeah. To Ojai for a yeah. sex workshop? With a, sheer, with a sheer top and a brightly colored bra. 
and just bypass the sex workshop and just get drunk get drunk and go to yeah over vineyard god that sounds great all right um so i have two things i would buy uh one is the only thing on the sex uh, gift guide that I would actually probably use is the $35 emotional detox bath soak, which oh, yeah. I need after reading this fucking issue. I know. Um, and then another one. No, I'm not going to say it. Okay. You chickened There's, out. I'm chickened out. There's something, but I'm not going to say it. <laughs> Just narrow the things on the gift guide down that you don't have to be a woman to use and you'll figure it out. So you get a little puzzle with this one. <laughs> if you want to know what Brian would get, you have to do a little bit of work. Um, no, I I get that because I, I almost put that like those vibrators I said at the beginning were cute. I mean, I do think they're cute and yeah. they're not that expensive. They're like 45 bucks or something. But I mean, I'm not going to buy them. I'll but... just say what I, would, I, I wouldn't actually get it. But there's like um, a remote control butt plug that sounds sort of fun. Just to, like, you know, like have if you're. If you have like your automatic key for a car, you just sort of sometimes are like checking to see if it opens any other cars. Uh-huh. I would want to just go around like West Hollywood and just like see if anyone has the butt plug in. Could it work for other people? I don't know. <laughs> and just like see, just like click it and see what happens. I feel like it would have to be like on your, your own. own. Yeah. I don't think you could go into go, other people's It's eyes. not like any Honda Civic will open. It, that, it'll open any Honda Civic. No, it doesn't. No, yeah, no. That would be such a funny, like, prank. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like... That's what I was thinking. is more of a prank than a sexual. Just to be like... And then, like, you know, guys doing, like, a presentation at his office. I know. And, and then you, like, like turn on... Because he's, like, of course, everybody's wearing a butt plug to the Constantly. office. I mean, who doesn't wear a butt plug to the <laughs> yeah. office? Um, so, yeah. It would be fun. Okay. I don't know. All right. Maybe we'll cut this out. Maybe we won't. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. But we already told our stupid moms not to listen. And not yeah. that your mom is stupid. I meant my mom. No, I mean, our, our moms are, neither of them are stupid. But neither of them should probably listen to this episode. Yeah. I mean, I just really don't want my mom to listen to this episode. And I feel like the less I want her to listen, the more she listens. I know. Oh, I didn't even say until now. So like last week, I had mm. talked to my mom and she's like, oh, I've never, like, I haven't listened to your podcast in a while. So I opened up on the podcast last week and literally... Two hours after we posted, she texts me with like a bullet point thing of like three things I said about her on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Not in a mean way. Like she was just sort of being like, ha ha. And I was like, oh, you are listening. You yeah. tricked me. Because I saw her. She came to town yeah. and she was pissed she about it. Pissed. She was like, he made me sound like an idiot. And I was like, oh, ha ha. But I didn't know what to say. But mm-hmm. I was like, I mean, I would be mad. <laughs> sure. Well, you said that like she only knows what Savion Blanc is because like you told her what it was and now you get she gets excited or something. Yes, she. And you said that's all she's been drinking for 50 years. I, think. I overestimated her age. She has not been drinking wine for 50 years. She likes lots of different wines yeah. and she gets a normal amount of excited when she drinks wine. Not oh my God. in the she's in the 50th percentile of wine-based excitement yeah she's total she's a totally normal and she's beautiful and and she's lovely uh and smart and and charming and funny and and she's great yep yeah (laughs) so okay all right um guys listen to our podcast tell other people to listen to it write a review um i didn't check for reviews this week oh did you did you i did you did do we have anyone we do Ooh. okay so this review is from fun stephanie and it says these two know what's up i now only read goop 
while listening to Goop Yourself. First, it's more fun and also because I have to be very careful about how easily I'm brainwashed by fancy skincare branded to women and cleansing detox diet culture. Us too. You will actually save money listening to this podcast and still get to enjoy your faves. That is a great one. Thank you so much. Thank fun you, Stephanie. Fun Stephanie. That That's I'm so, so nice. glad that we're actually uh, saving people money yes. because we are wasting our own our money. own money. So I'm glad some people are saving money. Yeah, to our if podcast. this is helping anybody <laughs> save money, that is that it makes us feel really uh, good. Thank you so much. That's awesome, and we yeah. get it. God, we are fucking brainwashed too. And I'm yeah. not even a woman. None of this is geared towards me, and yet I'm still brainwashed. It'll get you no matter um, what. If you read it, you'll get it. Yep. yep. <laughs> Uh, all right. Thanks, fun Stephanie. Thank, Thank you, you to all of our listeners. Um, find us on Instagram. Tell your friends. Yeah. Write them reviews. Everything. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.